0: to episode 3 of the podcast that shall remain nameless
1: <laughs> Welcome
0: um, A special shout out to my Uncle Frank Who no doubt just watched the Cincinnati Bengals lose to the Kansas City Chiefs And shout out Aunt Pat who probably had to sit through that game with Uncle Frank <laughs> um, With that said It is Sunday night. We have eaten dinner. We've cleaned up the dishes. We watched the end of the game. I personally have been messing around with this microphone for what feels like ages, Mm -hmm. trying to get the sound right. (laughs) We know and appreciate that last week's episode was a little quiet, so we're trying to sort that out.
1: Yeah. I mean, every week is going to be different depending on who's listening and through what, but... I mean, we're, we're not going to scream into the microphone, so we're just going to work with volume. But now. we can
0: do better to set people up for success.
1: We can do better. We can do better. Do better, honey.
0: So this is one microphone, two people. Yeah. Even though we have purchased a second <laughs> microphone. <laughs> We don't have a name for this podcast, but we do have two mics.
1: Yeah, for all of our future guests for the nameless podcast.
0: We are going to have guests. That's the natural transition. I have one in mind that I want to get on here ASAP. Yeah, um, he'll come up later in this <laughs> later in this episode.
1: Yeah, but he'll have to remain uh, maybe anonymous. He
0: may have to be anonymous at yeah. risk of losing his job.
1: His job, yeah. Although. I feel like what he knows is probably common knowledge.
0: He's not blowing any whistles. He's just telling us how it well, is. Yeah, wish. we all complain about it all the time. Anyways, it's yeah. not like
1: it's not anything new really it's nothing new. No.
0: So um, a little food update as we seem to do on this podcast. We have had an unbelievable weekend for food.
1: <laughs> I feel like every weekend is pretty good.
0: Well, anytime you're in the kitchen, my oh. love.
1: You're so sweet to me.
0: Well, I mean, the risotto. Okay, okay. (laughs) Friday night, you think you're coming home after a long week to just sort of like take it easy. (laughs) We had what Jessica dubbed a poor man's risotto. It could be a poor woman's risotto as well. A poor woman's risotto, It's always men that are poor in these situations. Yeah.
1: Well, because what? Men was the typical breadwinner, so I'm just rolling with the stereotypical the
0: poor man's risotto and the only thing that made it poor man's was it was regular rice instead yeah of...
1: i used regular rice which was actually not even it was a mix of white rice and long grain brown rice that i had left over i was filling up my containers at home in my pantry and it's just what i had left over and i was like oh let's make some risotto i had some white wine from um a chicken piccata that i made two weeks ago so I was like let's just use it see what we got had some extra parm in the fridge so came here and that's what we had
0: I don't think it's ever extra parm with you it's just <laughs> a fully stocked parm shelf it, it's true. never never goes below 60% full
1: <laughs> no because you know why Costco had a sale on those big ass parm blocks and I bought one and you can't open it without fear of it going bad because they're vacuum sealed so you're like yeah okay I just I'm gonna I can save this for as long as I want but then once you open it it's like you're racing against the clock for parm although it does have a lot of salt so it shouldn't be too bad I just won't keep it around a lot of moisture but I have a lot of parm to work with there's always parm there's Mm -hmm. always
0: parm out on the counter
1: yeah yeah
0: so that was a nice start to the weekend and then unfortunately our intention was to go to a house party on Saturday with
1: Oh yeah, Kevin and Kevin Mildred, and Mildred um, which are my aunt and uncle.
0: And we even put on nice clothes.
1: Yeah, we showered, we got ready. I did my hair, and then we. I actually got, did
0: my hair too. I cut my hair. You
1: did. You cut your hair. So we yeah. both
0: did our hairs.
1: We <laughs> we got in the truck and ready to go to Surrey. Yeah. And then we just spent 45 minutes in traffic before we were even on bridge number one.
0: The universe said, Uh, oh, no, 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 no.
1: No, I don't think so. So then after much frustration, uh, I just said, we're not going (laughs) because it was still an hour and a bit until we got there. Although we were waiting in traffic for a while and the GPS just kept saying an hour then in yeah, five it minutes, kept,
0: it just kept just, topping itself up.
1: So I was like, "We're never going to get there." We in never, time.
0: <laughs> we never even got off the North Shore. No,
1: we didn't. But, so.
0: but don't uh, we don't let things like that ruin our evenings. We managed no. to scavenge <laughs> the streets. Yeah, uh, and we explored the central to Upper Lonsdale area of North Van, which is somewhere we've not really spent much time. Yeah. And we found a Mexican joint. Yeah. um, Called Tequila Cochito.
1: Tequila Cochina.
0: Oh, yeah. Tequila (laughs) Cochina.
1: And so instead of using Google, we just slowly drove up Lonsdale, which provided me with copious amounts of anxiety because I hate holding up traffic. (laughs) And so we just took our time. We weren't
0: holding, there's two lanes. We weren't holding Uh, up traffic.
1: No, there was one lane. And we were going like twenty, so we looked at every restaurant that was on both sides of the road. We found a couple. Then when we got to the end of the street, we pulled out Google, and we're like, "Okay, what were the couple that we wanted to look at?" We searched them, and then we picked.
0: Oh yeah, the other one was a British pub. Yeah, it was a British pub, but Queen's Plate Pub or something. It
1: wasn't anything exciting, so we went for authentic tacos.
0: Well, we still flipped a coin.
1: Oh, yeah. We flipped a coin because we truly couldn't decide yeah. because there was another place in Lonsdale Key that we were going to go to that just has really good oh, greasy yeah. spoon, yeah. like pulled pork sandwiches and burgers and stuff. So, But I think the universe wanted us to go get tacos. I like that choice because flipped a coin. Heads was burgers. Tails was tacos. And we landed on tails. Yeah. So we went for tacos.
0: I'm not upset about it. No. I thought it was a fantastic meal.
1: It was. It was great. Then we were back here by 8 o'clock.
0: And to be completely <laughs> honest, if if I had to pick a food to eat or a sort of type of food to eat mm-hmm. exclusively for the rest of my life, it would come down to uh, Mexican food or or Mediterranean is also nice, but mm-hmm. I feel like Mexican is just a slam dunk.
1: Yeah, I I always want Mexican when I go out. I always want a burrito or an enchilada or a quesadilla. I always want that.
0: And there's always there's all the veggies. That's the thing. The pico yeah. de gallo, like the fresh tomato, the pico, the, the lettuce, guac. yeah, the, guac.
1: the refried beans they give you. You yeah. get a little bit of rice. It all feels really good. <laughs> I hope So the is. only
0: the only way you can really follow up A delicious dinner Is with an even better breakfast The next morning mm-hmm. And our breakfast this morning We'll keep this Sort of short and sweet Because we've been talking about food For a little <laughs> bit here We had breakfast sandwiches And we've mentioned before That our breakfast sandwich game is Top tier elite yeah, yeah
1: We're up this there with one, the best of the best
0: Jessica went out shopping for her client shop, grocery shopping, and I stayed back to make breakfast so that we didn't leave the house at 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. And so what we did was we baked two kaisers with leftover hash browns and grilled veggies on the kaisers with cheese on top of that. So that's baking in the oven. Yeah. Then what I'm doing is frying bacon and eggs on the stove, making a little smash guacamole and putting that all together to one just giant sloppy <laughs> sandwich. And it was Del- sublime.
1: It was delicious. Yeah. And cleaner on my end than I expected it to be. Typically, I'm pretty messy Normally with these things.
0: Normally, you're slop fest. <laughs>
1: And you laugh at me every time something falls, but I think I had a good smush to start So I think that's what got me and
0: you only had one egg
1: and I only had one egg. Yeah, so
0: let's just say it looked So good We both had the idea in our head at the same time to actually take a photo Of the sandwich
1: which Kelly never really does. It's always me
0: Yeah, I very rarely take photos of food
1: He whipped out his phone and he got a photo so I was like oh this is it so that was our breakfast
0: that was well that's basically our our food for the weekend and yeah <sighs> what a good weekend not for bad not we bad. we don't do too bad, bad for ourselves
1: all. typically when I come over after my big weeks I kind of just bring whatever mix of veg or food that I have already prepared and we kind of just roll with that for the weekend so we don't waste a ton of food which is really good
0: no no food's wasted here
1: no no food is wasted
0: so on top of phenomenal food we also had pretty phenomenal weather although it was yeah cold it was still sunny now I will say that as sunny as yesterday was I wouldn't say we took advantage of the sunshine no um I, this weekend, I needed rest. I yeah. came back from Vegas on Sunday night last weekend, and I feel like I was going a mile a minute all week. Mm-hmm. Monday, I had late night hockey. Tuesday, we had a Canucks game. Wednesday, I had not so late, but still late hockey. <laughs> and then <laughs> Thursday, Friday, is zombie fest. So Saturday, I was, I, was, I said, we're not, I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to clean my place and get some rest. And I did both of those things. And I have to say that there's very few things in life that feel as good as a very clean apartment.
1: Yeah. And feeling rested. And why I'm feeling (laughs) rested. But yeah, the apartment looks good.
0: It needed a blitz, so so I blitzed it. Um, And then that feels really nice.
1: Yeah, proud of you for that.
0: Thank you. Ran (laughs) out of paper towels. Oh, yeah. So I had to get an emergency roll of paper towels.
1: I ran out and got but, picked up some things and until we go to Costco, well until I go to Costco and I can stock up on some toilet paper and paper towels and split with you.
0: Yep. Toilet paper, <laughs> paper towels, a patio set, and two sand up paddle boards. Kayaks. kayaks. Yeah. Or two kayaks. kayaks tandem kayaks. <laughs> All available under the same roof.
1: Isn't that amazing?
0: Um, though, okay, so we may have wasted yesterday, but we absolutely did not waste today. Mm, so we No, we did not waste today. Efficiently scheduled our yeah morning.
1: We had done so much.
0: So by the time noon, was it like 12? Yeah. Just after 12, we had all of breakfast cleaned up, ready to go. Yeah. And it was so nice. What I wanted to do was play pitch and putt in Stanley Park in Vancouver and I knew Jessica wanted to just walk outside <laughs> and the nice thing about pitch and putt is it's all walking. <laughs> so we made two thermoses of tea, grabbed my pitching wedge putter and a couple balls and we made our way in some kind of warm clothes Yeah. and good. we made our way to Stanley Park to play a little pitch and putt.
1: It was beautiful. It wasn't very busy. It was sunny. Parked the car, found some parking, then walked to the Pitch and pot range. Well, course, course, yeah, and then went it wasn't to
0: town. it wasn't super busy, but we did get there, sort of right after three groups of like clearly not. Like they were just there to socialize, which is completely fine. That's it's a absolutely Sunday. fine. It's a sunny Sunday. The course is technically closed, so yep. it's free to play. There was
1: still there was frost on there was frost the grass on the grass in some parts that were shaded, but you had a good idea.
0: Oh yeah, so we started on the tenth hole instead of the first hole, and we only played the back nine, so mm-hmm. to speak. So, uh, so an hour and a half endeavor actually only took. Forty-five minutes, which is good. Mm-hmm. But while we were there, we texted our friends Laura and Xavier, yep. who live just up the street, to bring their dog out for a walk with us. Mm-hmm. We met them after um, after the game and just in the park, and we went for a nice long stroll,
1: speed walk through speed, the park, speed
0: walk, <laughs> through, yeah, along well, the uh, along, along the, the seawall. Sea that wall. was nice. Yeah, the seawall and the park. Um, Laura did have a bit of a relentless pace. She was the lead, the lead dog, so to speak. Yeah, um, and I
1: was running with my little legs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what were you guys talking about? You were talking about Mexico and oh, Europe, and
1: oh yeah, just trips that were going on coming up. Um, so they're getting married in September, and then they were hoping to have a honeymoon. But one of Xavier's well, Xavier's partner is getting married in November. And Xavier's,
0: so, a, Xavier's an RCMP Xavier's officer. Xavier's an
1: RCMP officer. So his partner, Nicole, is getting married in November. So they're going now to Mexico in November for about a week. And so that'll be a quite expensive trip for them, which is going to kind of blend into their honeymoon title, but not really. But that's really kind of what they're looking at right now for a trip. And then I was talking about Jamaica. Laura is also going back to Ontario for a month, and well, at the beginning of February. So, yeah, lots of traveling coming up for people. That's so what we were talking about. That's what the girls were
0: talking about in the front. Xavier and I were about 10 feet behind, and we were, we were into it. Anytime, <laughs> all Xavier talks about, bless his heart.
1: Well, you love everything he talks about. I absolutely
0: do. <laughs> He loves talking about work, and like we said, he's an RCMP officer. So what what I did this week is I heard... um, I listened to a CBC podcast called Front Burner. Uh, It's basically all of the... It's a weekly podcast of like the biggest things going on that they think we should know about. And one episode earlier in the week, it was titled something... um, he was a danger to society or something and a real quick real quick sort of snapshot for what it is is in vancouver in the east hastings area as we all know Not the there's a there's a opiate crisis Overdose, there's um, a, it's a there's problem. a drug problem drug problem got a drug problem. bad supply there's no safe yep. drugs and and people are struggling down there they're dying they're Hurting, they're. It's just, uh, it's upside down. They're it's not a in a good place at not the moment. Not in a good place.
1: Poor souls.
0: Well, one of these people was a refugee from Vietnam, and he was. He had something like nine kind of violent offenses already prior convictions. I guess is the word. He spent.
1: Were they here in Canada, or were it's they? It's all
0: all here in Vancouver. Oh. Oh, okay. He spent a day. A day in prison, followed by 18 months of probation or something. And what his shtick is, is he lures women in with drugs and then he drugs them and takes advantage of them and sexually assaults them. So there's this guy floating around the Lower East Side. Mm-hmm. And oh, and so Canada, the Canadian government wanted to deport him in October of 2020, which is like the peak After of COVID, COVID, the travel bans, you yeah. know, n- airports are shutting down. There's only only like necessary flights flying and this and that. Well, the Canadian and the Vietnamese government couldn't agree on how to go about getting this guy deported. So it got to a point where the, the courts had to say, well, we can't hold you any longer but we think you're a danger to society, but we have no grounds to keep you in prison or or detention, I think is the word they used. So they let him go.
1: Didn't you say they messed up his paperwork or something?
0: No, they didn't mess anything up. They just, oh, the, they two just could not the two governments the two governments couldn't agree on a okay. on a process to deport him. Amazing. Through the pandemic or during the pandemic.
1: So we will hold the criminals.
0: So, and well, and the thing is, we can't hold them, like detain them because, I don't know.
1: No, because you can get away with murder here in Vancouver.
0: Anyways. <laughs>
1: it's true.
0: The, in the meantime, there's this girl from Saskatchewan who's living in a foster system in Port Coquitlam because she's from the prairies, but she has family here. So she's staying in a foster house here in Port Coquitlam,
1: which is about which is like a a 30 minute drive
0: from from Vancouver. It's not really on the Skytrain line. So it's it's kind of like
1: it's very suburbia.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's not it's not in the city. It's just outside the city. Anyway, she ran away from that foster home and she went as lots of people in the foster system do. She went downtown to the Lower East Hastings area and she got tangled up with this guy. Well, fast forward um, and I'm just sort of this is the Coles notes of this story. Um,
1: He was living in a...
0: He was living in a single room occupancy. So just like a hardly even a one bedroom. There's like a couch or a cot and a fridge and a stove. One room, no bathroom. there was a complaint from the neighbors of a stench coming from this place. So the, and the cops came and turns out they found the guy, the Vietnamese guy, dead, who had been deceased had passed, for a while, yeah. So which would explain the smell. So they sort of did removed a very him. quick investigation, removed him from the apartment and moved on. Well afterwards neighbors were still complaining about um, the smell smell, and the cops went back and did another search and they found that they found two more dead bodies that were there
1: two more people yeah the
0: first time that they went to pick up the original dead body right and unfortunately breaks my heart one of these dead bodies was that 14 year old girl who had girl? run away from the foster home who was originally from saskatchewan
1: yeah
0: so begs the question how how and this is the vancouver police department vpd
1: not rcmp Not RCMP, which RCMP. are two separate yeah. governing yeah. bodies here
0: so in it's vancouver. just a it's just an ugly story a terribly unfortunate story so anyways i shared that story with our friend Xavier, and he said he was he was not surprised um, because that sort of thing happens all the time. And he brought up that um, those in the summer, I think it was a summertime when there was that attacking, stabbing spree on a First Nations community in the prairies. Um, the one guy who was responsible for all of that had something like fifty-four violent offenses on Hi. his violent prior offenses yeah. on his record and you know there's just no you're people are doing people are doing bad things and don't seem to be getting
1: punished, punished
0: very severely and and i i know that we have like uh the canadian justice system is weak no, that's yeah. not the word I was going to use. Uh-huh. is is designed to be a rehabilitative system. So the belief is that criminals can rehabilitate themselves to become non-dangerous people in a society. Well. But what seems to be happening um, is people are not even going... People are doing all of these crazy offenses, and they're not going to... Prison, really, at all? No. For any for any amount of time that it would take to rehabilitate.
1: Yeah. Well, they're not even getting the rehab either. And this is my comment earlier. That's why I said you can get away with murder here because you actually can. You could murder someone, and if they don't have enough evidence supporting that you actually did it, even though sometimes it could be just glaring in the face, there will be no charges laid. The person who committed the offense will go off into society to further commit more similar crimes. So you will have people who, let's say, assault or uh, breaking and entering, and they will be sent to prison for, or, I don't know, they'll go through the courts for like a day, get processed, and then let go. For whatever reasons I'm sure he's talked about that before But there have been some pretty Intense stories that he's Talked to us about That people are just getting off With essentially a slap On the wrist And then you're like Oh okay So, so so...
0: (laughs) So somebody like Somebody like you or I If that happened to us Then that I think that slap on the wrist would have a bit of a like a pretty drastic effect on our life like i don't know if we would lose our job or something like that yeah but for because, somebody yeah for somebody who's like
1: we don't commit crimes regularly which these people do
0: right but yeah, and they for, know
1: and they know the system too and that's why yeah, they take advantage i
0: feel like it's the people who are down and out yeah who understand that nothing yeah. really that it's not going to get any worse no so they can just basically keep doing what they're doing and then they go they get to know all the cops by name and it just becomes it creates a sense of apathy I think amongst the the police force
1: and that's just like even down to the fact that people who have been tasered a bunch of times know how to stand when they get tasered so they don't get like the most intense shot to them remember when he was yeah. talking to us about that if, you like, if you're if you waving something then the two prongs can't make a yeah. good connection yeah. like if I was getting tasered I would not know that and I would probably just stand there like a clown yes. and they would get me but some Joe who's been tasered three or four times he's already like oh no I know what to do and that's the exact same way that these people who are roaming the streets committing crimes over and over and over again are they commit the crime they know how to work it and then they get out
0: just shocking like shocking things that we've we've kind of heard through the grapevine so anyways I would I would personally love to have Xavier (laughs) I wouldn't mind having all four of us on
1: yeah together well I don't know about Laura she doesn't always love talking about his work now because she hears it all the time so that's true we could talk about what she does for could, work on a separate oh, podcast. Oh, yeah! So next
0: <laughs> next podcast, we can talk about Laura. She's doing which her work is holy, really cool too. She's doing cool stuff. Yeah. Um, they're actually kind of a power couple when you think about it. They, they are, both yeah. have, yeah. They both have kick-ass jobs.
1: They do kick-ass jobs that are also like making changes, like good changes, you know, or even just bringing awareness to more things, which is. I kind of, would argue that kind of why I kept him around for so long. <laughs> yeah, they are good people.
0: I would argue that we are a kick-ass couple too, a power couple, so to speak.
1: Yeah, I would say so.
0: And I think that's we're not, why we all get along so well. We're not <laughs> held back or burdened by ownership of a a dog poorly trained dog that Stop. pees pees every time she sees someone she knows, uh, whether it's indoor or outdoor. She's happy. We got to train that out of her. Well, i mean it's not my it's not up to me but
1: well i think the more she becomes a numb to us the less she'll do it
0: oh she peed today when she saw know, you but
1: just a little bit
0: let's still pee though <laughs> I know. we're lucky it was outdoors okay let's stop she talking about that. when she saw you yeah if she saw you inside she would have peed inside okay yeah. not acceptable
1: no nope. That's why we don't have a dog.
0: Looking ahead, Kelly has no patience. You know what? This this is the this whole conversation about the criminal justice system was not meant to be a political conversation, so to speak. It's just something that we, you, and I talked about this week. Like when I heard this, I brought it up, and we talked about it at the table during dinner. Yeah. So it's just something that it I doesn't we have could... to be
1: political. It's just the way it is here.
0: No, what I'm saying this is what, what I'm saying is we're talking about it now so that the people who are listening to this understand the kind of things that we talk about hmm. while we're having dinner.
1: Yeah. Talk we, about gangsters and we don't always criminals. Just talk about food is what I am saying. We talk <laughs> no, about- we don't. Although when you were telling me that story about the guy and then they found the two bodies after I was I, I got a little knot in my stomach and I was like, Ooh, I don't know if I want to talk about this over dinner, but only because when you hear it, it's so shocking and you think like, how can this be real? But it actually happens quite often. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so.
0: But on a lighter note, you've got some exciting (laughs) things, exciting things coming up this week.
1: Moving forward to next week. Yeah, I mean, aside from Monday and Tuesday, which are my typical cook days for clients, on Saturday, I might have another charcuterie table, which is always fun to do. Actually, this one I think is just a platter um, delivered to North Van at the Hilton Residential Suites. Whoa. So I've never been there before, but I think it's pretty snazzy. And then if that doesn't happen, then I'm getting some photography done. And I actually just got a message from a local company who would like to collab. Oh, they God. just <laughs> no, no, no. Not like that. I know I usually cringe when I hear the word collab because it usually means asking me for free things. But they want to send me things to use on my tables. Now so we're they, getting somewhere. Yeah, where the tables have turned now. Um but this particular company is called Slow Bottled Sunday and they kind of save produce stone fruit from the Okanagan and here in Vancouver that is not pretty enough to make it to shelves or it might just be on their last few days of freshness and then they actually turn that into hot sauce or like a I don't know I don't want to say a jam but they have like a cherry chipotle rub for ribs and stuff like that and then they have like a peach habanero hot sauce so they do a few different things which is actually really cool and then they have an apricot mustard which is I'm interested in trying so I think they're gonna send me a couple things to try on my spreads which is like it's all about what I want to do is kind of doing local using what we've got here and not a ton of waste so they're reusing produce that won't make it and repurposing it into pretty cool items that can be savored for a longer time that is cool yeah Yeah, so they messaged me actually just today before the podcast because they had posted something on Instagram and I commented and they had been messaging me a while back about doing a collab. So yeah, they said they would send me a couple things. So maybe I'll get that going next week. See different ways I can use it. I don't know, but
0: that's cool. I'm a little wary of this whole collab culture.
1: I don't like like the collab culture. People are just looking for
0: things for free.
1: Yeah, no, those emails or those requests usually just they're left on red or I completely delete now because it's it's a sham. <laughs> so what do you have going on? Tell me about your excitement. Uh,
0: well, for me, I am starting to renovate our client's garage this week. So last Ooh. week, last week, Andrew and Crystal and I had a meeting inside the garage, which has kind of been our shop slash construction office while we renovate their basement and backyard. Uh, the basement and backyard are nearly complete. And so now they want to talk about uh, doing the garage because Andrew made a very good point. Um, the garage has poor lighting, poor drainage in the floor, poor air circulation, yeah. um, bad drywall job. And it's a very speck. it's a very specky, type of garage and he's parking over $400,000 worth of car.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, which is only two is cars. That just two cars? Yeah, which is only <laughs> two of their five cars. Oh my goodness. Two of them live in that garage.
1: I feel like they've spent more on the renovation than the house probably cost to build.
0: They, I think they paid $4 or they're million. getting close. They paid $4 million for the house and they're, they're very close to a million dollars on the Okay. On the backyard Reno,
1: but what what do you think it costs to build that house?
0: To build the house, it only costs like the actual house probably only costs five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, <clears throat> to build that's not what they would charge for the no, house. No, of course not. But it's a three hundred dollars square foot, four hundred dollars mm-hmm. square foot house, kind of roughly. I don't just based on what I've seen. Like it's the craftsmanship is not great. It's not up to our standards with G. Wilson construction. Anyways.
1: And this is the same house that had the what diesel tank in the backyard? Yeah. Yes, it's the same and project. And had to get removed? Yep. Which was a chunk of change also. A nice chunk of change for yeah.
0: Crystal and Andrew and the neighbors. And the neighbors included,
1: share. yes. Oh man.
0: Um, outside of that, we've got a, a little trip to Metrotown oh yeah uh, maybe this week so I can go it's kind of a happy That's uh-huh. kind of a happy trip I have to get pants for our the Jamaican wedding we're going to um, yeah. the bride and groom have finally decided on a outfit for the for the fellas to wear yeah. part of that is a pair of pants from Jack and Jones so she sent me the link the product number and color and I just gotta go pick it up
1: oh You don't have to buy it? She bought it for you?
0: No, like I I have to go buy it. Oh, I thought they were going to buy that for you. No, I just told them I would do it because then they don't have to ship it to me or anything like that. Right. And I want to try them on first.
1: Right.
0: So, anyways, not even if they don't fit, I still have to wear them. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, you just get a different size. We'll
0: just get a different size.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so that's it. So we're now it's time to. We're going to pack up, we're going to get you home so you can get your head on straight for this week coming up. Yeah, I, I might
1: have to, have to milk the, milk my time here because I don't know if traffic going back is very good. It'll be good. fine. It's well, past, there was another accident. It's past 7 o'clock. It was already 45 minutes. It's almost
0: 8 o'clock, which is I, 11 o'clock in Ontario, which I means know. everyone's in bed everyone's right now. Everyone's in bed, yeah. Actually, I got a boogie because I have to go get eggs so I can boil my eggs for my <laughs> and
1: you have to lunch prep
0: and I have to prep my lunch oh yeah. I have to make pasta too oh my goodness
1: your your sauce is already done you just have to cook the nudes
0: is it thawed though it should be thawed
1: it should be you can also just pop it in the microwave I'm,
0: like, I'm in good shape
1: <laughs> oh fine. and
0: I already have one serving of risotto left
1: we start with food and we end with that'll food. be
0: Monday <laughs> no it's just a food podcast isn't yeah, it no my... it's not it's not it's a food podcast and it's dead bodies podcast oh <laughs> And everything in between. Jeez. <laughs> ah, what? Well, are we signing off?
1: I think we're signing off. That was a good one. That was, yeah. Thanks yeah, for joining.
0: Nice. Okay, everyone. Have a great week.
1: Have a happy week. Okay. Bye. bye.